Jersey Opera House, first opened in 1900, is one of the island's most iconic buildings. In March 2020, the theatre, which has seen the likes of Lily Langtree and Ian McKellen tread its boards, closed its doors and has been shut ever since, with renovation work rumbling on seemingly indefinitely. However, it looks like there might finally be a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. In this episode of Bailiwick Podcasts, I, Charlie Flynn, spoke to Andy Eagle, the newly appointed interim director at the Jersey Opera House. With a career in the arts spanning over a decade, Andy and I discussed the state of the arts in Jersey, the potential the island has for nurturing future talent, and just when we might finally see the Opera House back in action. So I don't know whether at first you, you might be able to just tell me like a little bit about kind of your your background and, and sort of how you know how you've ended up in in this situation. Uh, yes, certainly. So um, uh, I was working uh, for last best part of the last thirty years in in Wales actually, mm-hmm. uh, and running a variety of venues. Um, the last one being um, Chap Chart Centre, where I was for eleven years in Cardiff. And uh, July last year, I took the decision to. Um, do some projects and um, uh, go off and do some other things. Um, running a venue post-COVID was pretty pretty exhausting, so yeah, I needed a imagine. bit of a change and a bit of a break. Um, so I've been doing that, mm-hmm. and then this post, this opportunity came up in Jersey, um, and I have connections to Jersey through family. Oh, right. Um, and, uh, you know, I used to come here on holiday when I was about 15 years, about four till nine. Mm-hmm. So there's this sort of, you know, a connection to the island. Um, so I, I applied for the job and, um, you know, delighted. So I got it. Yeah, so I'm here are. on the island. That's yeah. How did you get into kind of the arts and things like that? I mean... Is it something you've always kind of had a bit of a fascination with or something you sort of fell into? Yes. Um, I mean, a bit of both, really. Um, I went to uh, university in Lancaster mm-hmm. many, many years ago. Um, and um, totally honest, my, my initial plan was to get a degree behind me and then go off and uh, tread the boards and become an, become an actor. But uh, whilst at university, I did some work experience in a couple of theatres, mm-hmm. um, the Royal Court being one, oh, right. which uh, in London, which I, I kind of fell in love with. So mm-hmm. after that, I decided to go into administration and marketing and management, really. Mm-hmm. And so I, I very much fell into it, really. But, yeah. um, you know, it's been good to me. No, absolutely. So you, so you said you, you worked for most of your time in Wales. So you were doing so the chapter arts. I mean, what 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 was that kind of like for you? I mean, was it was it quite a challenging place to? Yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, the chapters are a fascinating venue. Um, I so I was there for eleven years, um, and it's um, it's basically two two cinema spaces, two mm-hmm. theatre spaces, a uh, large cafe, bar, restaurant, mm-hmm. gallery. A uh, whole program of community outreach activities, mm-hmm. uh, but very interestingly, there's 52 companies, creative companies, and artists that are based within the studios of the of the of the centre. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a massive hub for the arts, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of talk on the island of Jersey um, about there being a sort of hub for creativity and a hub for artists mm-hmm. to to meet and call home, if you like. And Chapters are a pretty good blueprint for that. It started back in the 1970s and it's just grown from there. So um, that's it's a really interesting venue. It's, it's a very good model, mm-hmm. um, which I think um, you know Jersey can can perhaps learn some things from, and you know I can hopefully um, pass on that knowledge to. Um, you know the appropriate people within government and yeah. wider field. Um, before that, I was running a venue, mid-scale venue, in Brecon for eleven years. And mm-hmm. before that, I opened a, a small art centre in the Swansea Valley in a little mm-hmm. town called Pontadawi. So, oh, wow. so yeah. So I've, it's been been pretty varied. Yeah, over that's the incredible. Years. I mean, I don't know whether so so. Um, 
you're coming into the Arts Centre as, as, as the kind of interim director. So I don't know whether it might be worth you explaining sort of what that job sort of entails. Like, what would you sort of be, be you know, doing, I suppose? I mean, in a nutshell, it's... Um uh, overseeing the redevelopment of the Opera House, right, sure. working with the uh, government and the contractors who are to be appointed, um, you know, ensuring that work is is carried out. You know, other works are perhaps fundraised for and carried out during that period, and then to relaunch the Opera House with a new program, new, if you like, business plan, new 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 operation. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think. I think it's been closed since March 2020, the yeah. Opera House, and it's kind of missed on the island. So mm-hmm. it's coming. It's just uh, it will be a little bit uh, of a wait still. But you know, it's there's there's good good support from government. For, mm-hmm. You know, what I've seen is very interesting. So the opportunity to relaunch a venue like the Opera House doesn't often come around. So so I jumped at the opportunity. Cool. Do you, I mean, do you know when roughly? I mean, can you speak to when it will actually be able to kind of um, reopen and everything? Like um, that? I mean. Uh, I don't want to get too sort of hung up no, on, sure, on exact sure. dates, really, but um, um, you know, it's going to be you know, back end of twenty four, right, okay. twenty five. I suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's still quite a f- lot of things to be done as regards the the um, project and the building um, to get it fit for purpose. So there is an exact date, but it's still going to be a little bit of a wait. But hopefully, we'll have done it correctly and properly, and yeah, it'll be worth course. the wait. Yeah, I mean, so did you ever, did you kind of ever visit the art centre before it kind of closed, and uh, did you manage to see it sort of, you know, in its in its prime, I suppose? Uh, the, the, the the opera house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was the first time I'd, I'd oh, visited. Oh right, okay. Yeah, sure. it was was when I came over for mm-hmm. uh, interview middle of April. Um, right. So yeah, that was the first time I'd actually seen it, and it, you know, it's a gem. It's an absolutely beautiful venue. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, it's very important that these fest, these venues are maintained, mm-hmm. retained across across not just the Channel Islands, but across the whole of the UK. They're, they're glorious buildings. So, you know, when it's back and open, it will be, you know, um, you know, very welcome and um, I'm sure it'll be very well supported. Is it quite different from the places you were working in in Wales in terms of that? You know, is it because it's, you know, obviously it's it's, a, it's an opera house, you know, it's a little bit grander, I suppose. It's, it's a little bit more of a sort of traditional theatre-going experience. I yeah, don't know. yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the, the place that um, I was working in before was very much uh, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine in the morning till till eleven o'clock midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so very different operation. Yeah, cinemas, theatres, but you know, it's all about people coming in and enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, you know, the opera house is perhaps a little bit more linear in that respect. Yeah, sure. But you know, the the same buzz I'm sure will be created when there's a full house in there enjoying themselves. Um, you know, and I think part of my role is to make sure the welcome. Is, is is excellent from a from a staffing perspective, but yeah. also a physical perspective from mm. the, the building refurb. Yeah. Um, so there's you know it's it's there's lots to look forward to. I don't know. I mean, you know, like places like the Jersey Art Centre, you know, they do things like they have workshops and you know short film screenings and you know artist residencies and things like that occasionally. I don't know whether you'd want to see the art, um, the Opera House kind of take that kind of direction and try and do different things or kind of keep it more like shows and. I, th- I think there's an opportunity for the Opera House to do more. Yes. Yeah. And that's part of the thinking. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be a demand on the island for it to do more and the capacity for it to do more. Um, but, you know, one of the things we don't want to do is, you know, replicate what's happening at the Arts Centre or no, Art course, House yeah. or anywhere else. So part of my role is, I think, to um, ensure there's a, you know, a kind of anti-clash diary, if mm-hmm. you like, on the island. And, um, you know, make sure that we work in partnership with those organisations and other groups. Um, but yes, no, I think there's, there's, there's certainly a 
a, a, an opportunity there for us to do perhaps a bit more than the, the straight on performances of which yeah, of you know I'm hoping will be kind of varied yeah I mean I don't know whether you might be able to speak to kind of the potential that a building like like the Jersey Art Centre has I mean I know um I think Jersey is a place there is quite a there's quite an appetite for, for artistic things. I mean, I think a lot, of, you know, generally, I think we've got quite a passionate art scene and, on this island for such a small place. I mean, I don't know whether, you know, you might be able to kind of speak to how important a building like the Art House could be for, for, for Jersey. I mean, extremely important. I mean, you, you know, it's been very clear to me just in the very short time I've been on the island that mm. there's, there's a kind of void with it not being there. Um, I mean, you know, just anecdotally, you know, taxi drivers and uh, people I've met in shops have said, oh, you're working in the Opera House, great, when's it reopening? Um, you know, very, very um, nice pe piece of information I discovered over uh, the last week was, you know, pretty much every child on the island has the opportunity to perform on the Opera House stage um, from, from the various schools. So, you know, those sorts of things are, are, are kind of treasured and those sorts of things, you know, stick in the mind of a seven or eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, so we'd like to bring that back. So I think there's a huge opportunity for it to galvanise the, the arts community, but mm. the wider community. And, you know, I'd, I'd like us to perhaps you know, be particularly more inclusive and a bit more diversive with the, the things that we put on. You know, mm -hmm. there's a large Portuguese community on the yeah, island, sure. a large Polish community on the island that we'd like to ensure they come in to, to see the programme that we put on or mm -hmm. the activities that we put on. So, you know, I think there's, 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 a, there's an opportunity there for us to deliver in uh, perhaps a larger way. And then, yeah. then, of course, occasionally the big shows. We have that we have that capacity yeah. to uh, attract a certain calibre of artists that, you know, other places on the island don't have. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's what we'd be aiming to do as well. Someone, so someone I, I know really well um, works at uh, a theatre company in the UK called Freckle, um, mm -hmm. and they're like a children's, uh, they put on children's theatre, um, mm -hmm. and they do a lot of stuff uh, like Julia Donaldson stuff, so, you know, like the Gruffalo mm -hmm. and, and things like that. So, um, and they were, you know, they're doing a tour at the moment, and they, I think they had a conversation about, you know, possibly kind of coming to, to Jersey, coming to the Channel Islands, but they, they decided that they weren't able to do that because we didn't have a venue that was kind of large enough, you know, to make it sort of worth their while. So I suppose, you know, that's another thing where, you know, the Opera House, you know, if, 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 you're, if you do it right, you can kind of attract sort of things from over in the UK and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, I'd, I'd very much like the Jersey Opera House to become part of the, the, the wider touring circuit in mm -hmm. the UK. But, you know, there's also opportunities, I think, to look to France as well. Yeah. Um, and to see what uh, we might be able to bring over from from there, you mm -hmm. know, and, and perhaps even further afield. Um, you know, one of the things I think um, Jersey is very keen to see is, um, you know, a, a greater... Um, yeah, impression footprint if you like identity on the international stage um so i think the opera house and culture as a as a as a, as a, a general principle can can support that mm -hmm. that initiative so you know that's that's what i'd like to do is put us back on that touring circuit yeah. and um you know the touring circuits changed quite a lot since covid mm -hmm. um it's still not back up to where it was mm -hmm. um and you know that's that's going to be one of the the challenges to to get us um, back in the psyche of quite a lot of producers and agents mm -hmm. who perhaps have had to be a little bit more conservative than they prefer to be yeah. uh, or choose to be. So, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of things to get my teeth stuck into. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think things... Um, I mean, you know, obviously things aren't quite back to where they were pre-COVID. I mean, do you see things kind of, you know, getting back to where they were at all or do you think the industry's taken kind of a permanent dent there? I think that's a really good question. Um um, no, I don't think it's taking a permanent dent, but mm. I think it is going to take a while mm. to get back. You know, there's there's other pressures. There's 
cost of living crisis. There's um, you know energy prices. Yeah. And, you know a lot of buildings are struggling in that respect from a from a revenue and a cost perspective. So I think it's going to take a little bit longer. Um, you know and. You know, the commitment from Jersey government, I think, is to be applauded, actually. Um, you know, putting money in to refurbish uh, the Opera House, but also its support for other arts initiatives on the island. So, so you know, there's, there's, there's a lot going in the right direction, but I think it's going to still take a while. Yeah. You know, and people's, people's habits have changed. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, venues have to respond to that and be fit for purpose in the new environment of the new world if you like yeah um because i think it has changed i think some of those changes are quite subtle actually well what kind of thing would i mean i think i think you know from a, a cinema perspective you know mm. when i was at um chapter in cardiff we used to um, put on a lot, a lot of cinema you know not the mainstream cinema you know what we call specialist cinema so right. um stuff coming out supported by the british film in, in, in industry um the bfi um you know, and, you know, international um, cinema, um, you know, and those audiences still haven't grown back to where they were. Right. So, um, you know, part of that, I think, is probably the challenge of things like Netflix. Right. Um, you know, other streaming platforms. But, you know, the demise of cinema, for example, has been talked about for 30, 40 years, but it's never actually happened. Yeah, sure. So I, th- I think these art forms are more resilient than perhaps we initially think, you know, and I think exactly the same with theatre. Yeah, of it's, course. It's resilient, it's part of the... The, um, you know, the makeup of the culture of this island, but also, you know, the wider UK. Yeah. Um, it's kind of in our DNA, so I'm pretty sure it'll be okay. But, yeah. but it's, you know, it's got, to, it's got to evolve and change a bit and get itself fully back on its feet. Yeah, I mean, what do you think... Sorry, this is quite a big question, but, like, what do you think the, the sort of biggest challenge to things like sort of live theatre is at the moment? Is it cost, basically? Is that the kind of one of the main things? Because I know, you know, if you go to the West End, I mean, theatre tickets are ludicrous, but... I mean, you know, there's a great line in theatre... Um, you know, how do you make your first million in theatre, lose 10 million first? So, you know, there is, there's always been this kind of, uh, you know, um, um, disparity, if you like, between sort of risk and um, mm-hmm. commercialism and subsidy and all that sort of thing. So, you know, I think it's under it's under pressure, mm-hmm. but, you know, nothing beats the live experience. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I still get a buzz out of watching a full house enjoying a show um and you know the audience kind of you know living a performance together um it's extremely powerful so you know we have to make sure we get young people in first of all into theatres and then Mm. then retain them so you know i think there's always been kind of lots of other things that can stop people going to theatre but it's shown its resilience over the years so i think it will be okay um but you know we've got to keep on putting on good things that's the that's the challenge, isn't it? That's yeah, the challenge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know whether it might be worth just. I know you've obviously only been in the island since Monday, um, but you know, I suppose you you've kind of you know looked at the art scene in Jersey and kind of um, seen. I mean, do you think that Jersey's quite a supportive place for somebody who kind of wants to you know somebody who wants to kind of become an artist, you know, be it theatre or film or what have you? I mean, do you think it's somewhere that's quite quite nurturing of that kind of thing, or do you think it can do more? Um, I mean, I think the intention is there. Absolutely, right. yes, I do. Um, and I think um, the Jersey government decision a few years ago, I'm not entirely sure of the year, but mm-hmm. to allocate 1% of GDP to arts and culture is, is, is a phenomenal um, yeah. um, uh, initiative and um, endorsement of the arts and culture on the island um, and to be recognised by artists uh, and, and the arts community. And my impression is that it is. Um, it's very, very welcomed and, and recognised. But I think... 
one of the challenges if you're an independent artist has got to be things like cost of housing, yeah. um, you know, access to affordable studio space, and of course the you know the cost of getting your work seen, um, which mm-hmm. invariably the gold means going going north to the UK or south to France. So I think there's a lot of challenges to being an independent artist, mm-hmm. um, and those those challenges are the same on the mainland actually. Um, you know, there's um, you know. Um, real pressure I think you know and a concern that um, you know artists and creatives can only come from a certain um, financial background um, and what we don't want to do is lose uh, the people who come from the kind of the the working class backgrounds mm-hmm. you know, the, the Julie Waters of this world right. um, or you know um, the Richard Burtons of this world who sure. you know who came from very very challenging backgrounds Brian Cox for example who's just been in succession on yeah, the TV of course. you know the, these you know we mustn't lose these incredibly talented performers um, who probably would argue they wouldn't have the same opportunities now as they did ironically when they first started out 50 odd years ago so there's, there's we're, we're, we're in a state where we have to recognise what do we value and mm-hmm. if we want people to come with lots of different voices and lots of different backgrounds into the arts and creativity we've, we've got to provide those those channels and those, those platforms for them to do so and, and I mean what do you yeah I mean like what kind of thing would you see as, as you know what, what would be helpful to kind of making sure that people do get those opportunities I mean is there is it kind of specific sort of subsidies and you know grants and things like that or uh, I mean I think you know these sorts of things are always kind of contentious but mm-hmm. um, you know one of the things that um Arts Council England, I think, um, has been muting recently as a kind of um, um, a minimum salary retainer, if you like, for independent artists that kind of allows them to keep the wolf from the door Mm -hmm. um, so they can um, maintain their creative work um, but also um, recognise they probably need to do some other part-time work um, but part-time as opposed to full-time. So, you know, those, those sorts of initiatives are being considered um, you know, and I think there's a certain mileage and a certain value to those. Um, I don't think Jersey's quite there as yet. I think it's one of those discussions that I'm sure will come to the fore over the next next uh, few years or so. Yeah, great. I mean, I don't know, just just out of curiosity, really. I mean, obviously, is it quite? Is are you going to be facing kind of slightly different challenges in Jersey than you were in in in, in Cardiff, for instance? I mean, is it they're slightly different? I know. I'm, I'm sure there will be. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, you know. Um, you know, Cardiff's a you know, city of nearly 400,000, whatever yeah. it is. Um, I mean, very interestingly, I think um, the the Gerais discussion uh, here is, is is kind of where the discussion in Welsh was probably 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago. Right, right. Um, the promotion of the indigenous language. So mm-hmm. that's that's very interesting. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of looking forward to, um, you know, learning more about that and, um, you know, being a part of that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think the challenge is will be different i'm sure they will but um you know a venue's a venue it's a great venue and i'm looking forward to putting some stuff on it once we're you know refurbished ready. yes <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> one thing um we, i saw the uh the other day which was that uh, there was a report that came out um a little while ago i think it was last it was on, on october talking about the possibility of a sort of performing arts festival in jersey um i mean i don't know whether you think that might be something that's sort of feasible or yeah i think so i mean I, yeah no absolutely i mean i I think one of the things we will be planning to do um, is kind of Jersey Opera House um, in the wider community mm-hmm. over the next 18 months. Um, so, for example, we've been working with 
Ballet Gérée, mm. um, you know, a few weeks ago, where we supplied the technical equipment and the, the mm. technical expertise to present them at home farm. Um, you know, there's groups like Art House, Jersey Art Centre, mm -hmm. you know, wider community groups that you know we'd, we'd very much like to you know work with to put on a performing arts festival. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So I think there's mileage in it, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's kind of finding the side, finding obviously the the finance. Yeah. Um, finding the right. Um, identity for something like that as well mm -hmm. um but you know there's there's plenty of um quality on the island i think could be showcased in something like that mm. i mean so what is your sort of um i suppose your, your sort of first task where you know what, what are you going to be looking at sort of straight away you know when you really get stuck into it um i mean the moment i'm looking at sort of what might be the the additional um um, things the opera house could do yeah um you know i say without without treading on the toes of our house or, or mm. art center or, or anybody else so i think there's you know i'm just trying to look at that and uh, yeah. trying to get my head around uh, do you know any idea what kind of things those those might be um not really at the moment <laughs> if i'm being totally honest yeah, half no, a week yeah yeah of course <laughs> sure um, yeah but you know there there does seem to be um you know a relationship that we can forge um my sense is you know and this is Far from far from critical. Yeah. Um, it's in, just an observation, and it happens in lots of places. Uh, I think things have been kind of in isolation, mm -hmm. and I think there's an opportunity for the arts community as a whole to maybe think more collectively. Right. Um, okay. And um, in fairness, the, the the Jersey government's trying to encourage that as mm -hmm. well, so we res use resources better. We we don't um, you know accidentally do the same thing on the same day that sort of mm -hmm. stuff so you know i think it's an opportunity there to to really kind of observe and promote collectively what mm. what is happening on the island so not just us but also our house yeah sure um and other places so mm. so yeah there's i think there's there's a lot we can do as a as a sector and it seems to be coming together um in a way perhaps it hasn't previously yeah. um you know and that's exciting one of the things i feel like um is, is, is something that <laughs> i think this maybe is a challenge for the arts generally but i know um i mean a lot i think most often what people say is you know you'll go and i'll go and see something and i'll tell people about mm. it and they'll go oh my god right i had no idea that was on at all i had never seen that anywhere and i feel like that is you know i think for me anyway in my experience that's kind of one of the biggest challenges in jersey is people just don't know what's going on yeah no i think that's um yeah, I've heard that said actually just mm. in this last week. Mm. Um, so I think there's you know massive opportunity for the for the art sector, whether that's with government or, mm. or just getting on with it ourselves, to to promote what we do a bit more um, effectively and a bit better, and uh, you know um, cross market across various whatever you know, and you know maybe have a bit of a joined up social media element and things like that so yeah no I, that 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 comment has been passed to me from a, yeah, strange, from a few quarters this week no, already absolutely. actually yeah, yeah. no it's, it's 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 an interesting one i mean i don't know i mean yeah i mean do you think it, it's possible to get kind of a buzz going in in, in, a, in a place like jersey for 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 you know bit major kind of you know shows or what have you yeah absolutely yeah. i mean you know you can get a buzz going in in in, in you know any city or, or mm. region or, or or place so yeah no absolutely absolutely that's and that's the intention is to get the buzz going and build up to reopening so that people are excited about it and have mm. a sense of ownership about it on, yeah. on the island and um you know, yeah watch this space so to speak Thank you to Andy Eagle for taking the time to discuss the future of the Jersey Opera House with us. Don't forget to visit bailiwickexpress.com or pick up a copy of your local Jersey Evening Post.